The Spanish Announce Table. Tom, it is episode 369 of the Spanish Announce Table. I think we did not break Twitter. I think we are actually live on both platforms um, right now as we speak. So, man, what a week of pro wrestling. We've got a lot to dig into. We've got Royal Rumble coming up. We've got to dive into everything that that is. You're going to the Royal Rumble. I'm going to the Royal Rumble. How incredible is that? I never thought I would ever go, right? I'm a kid from the trailer park. Kids from the trailer park don't typically go to the second biggest wrestling event of the year. But here I am in front of you, the Table Nation, telling you that on Saturday night, I will be in the great city of St. Louis in the wonderful state of Missouri. Well, the great city yeah, of I know. You said St. It. Louis. You said it right. Yeah. Just and the great state, the wonderful state <laughs> right, of yes. Missouri. Yes. Watching the Royal Rumble, an event that is one of my favorites, even when the products suck, which, by the way, it sucks now. And well, I'm excited. And so the thing with that Royal Rumble is like, yes, we have not shied away from thinking we're not the hugest WWE on-screen product fans right now. The Royal Rumble is that thing. Yeah, off-screen we're not the biggest fans of the company. But, you know, listen, the Royal Rumble is the thing that, like, you don't need the storyline. Nope. You don't need any of that, right? You can show up. They often will tell a good story in the Royal Rumble matches. You know what I mean? I've rarely walked away and been like, that was bad, right? Some have been better than others, but you've never been like, ah, that was terrible. I wasted my time. There's always a moment, right? Even when Roman Reigns won the Royal Rumble and the Philadelphia crowd booed till the rafters were shaking, there were still moments in that Rumble where you're like, this is fun. The Rock showed up, right? That was fun. And so there's things that you can at least take away saying, like, I had a good moment. And that's the best thing about the Royal Rumble. Look, even last year, Christian showed up. He had a little moment with Edge. You could hug. Oh, isn't this fun? Moment before then, uh, in the previous year, Edge debuted, right? Came back after however many years, four, five, six, whatever it was. And that was a great moment. Everything else around it kind of sucked. But who cares, right? You're living for the moments. And that's what's fun about it. I will say about the Edge thing is it did... Now knowing WWE and kind of what they do and how they make some of their storylines, it before the Edge winning the Royal Rumble, I never for a hot second considered the returning veteran had a chance at winning mm-hmm. the Rumble. And now right. you go, uh, well, as Triple we get H in- shows up at this Royal Rumble. Well, Triple H with the heart attack, maybe a little different, but maybe get, not. I mean, same kind of idea, right? You're gonna be like, oh. yeah. Hey man, Shawn Michaels desperate for ratings, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Shawn Michaels comes out of retirement, says "fuck it," you know. I wouldn't be shocked. Oh my gosh, yeah, he's like, I need to, I need to fix the last Rumble mistake yeah. or whatever. That right? Yeah, F- my was. my was last one of those Rumble. No, shows? it was the Saudi Arabia show. Remember, it was. Didn't the... they do one of the Rumble shows at Saudi Arabia? But this was a different one, right? Yeah, it was just yeah, a Saudi yeah. Arabia DX versus the Brothers of Destruction, and that was the twenty worst years match. too late. Oh, the worst match of all time. The worst match of all time. As great as all four of them are, and they are. Even Brock Undertaker when, uh, when, uh, when he got oh, concussed. Way worse. 
Dude, Kane's mask fell off. Do you remember or who, that? No, who was the who was the one? That, it was Goldberg. Goldberg got concussed and went out there. Yeah, against, was it under, Goldberg who was Undertaker. That, Undertaker. No, it was Goldberg Undertaker, and Goldberg, Goldberg almost killed him. <laughs> yeah, the the tag match was still worse. Yeah, the, the Triple H. I didn't watch it. I never watched it. I just heard how bad it was, and I was like, "Well, oh, good. I never have to watch seen that." It? No, oh. maybe let's do that. Tom and I are going to do a watch along. We'll either do this on spaces or maybe we'll do it on like a, a, a contest where somebody can watch it with us and we'll watch the worst match of all time. We've watched the worst pay-per-view of all time. Oh, we did. Yeah. And this is the worst match. This okay. is the worst match. It's, it's objectively true. Like you can tell me, Hey, in the armory in armpit, Nebraska, there was two guys having their first match and it sucked. I will tell you that is not as bad as the tag match between DX and the brothers of destruction. In I just Saudi knew it was Arabia. bad. And so like, it's when was I going to like, worst. like, listen, no, it's I, the worst. I don't want to sit up here. I don't say like, I'm a busy guy, but like I selectively only watch a few things on TV because I'm doing other things. I never would have been like, well, I've got to see this. But it's now, the worst. <laughs> now to know it's the worst. It's the, the worst. worst ever. I've seen a lot of you bad wrestling. You can't tell me. I've seen a Look, lot of bad wrestling. I know. Hashtag tweet the table. Tell me a worst match because you can't. It's that one. That's the worst match of all time. With all things considered, it's the worst okay. match of all time. I believe you. It's so bad. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, then let's talk Royal Rumble. Here, I'll pull it up. I guess I'm, I'm assuming maybe you don't have it right in front of you, but you're going to I don't have it. I have Rumble. AW, which we'll talk so, about here in a little bit. So, Here's the best way to describe it to something you have seen of how bad that match was. Remember the disappointment you felt when Eddie Kingston came out for the save in the barbed wire match, the barbed wire death match for John Moxley, and he jumped over him, and then the disappointment of the uh, fireworks and all the explosions. It's that for 20 minutes. It's the worst. Mm. It's the worst. Kane's mask falls off. Triple H tears something. Shawn Michaels is bald and gassed. Undertaker is, uh, just, you know, the not same. knowing where he is. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's confused. Um, it is objectively the worst thing. Probably in television. All right. <laughs> It's like, it's like, if we had a Rotten Tomatoes for TV. Yeah, we had a Rotten Tomatoes, it'd be like that match and then like Tucker Carlson. But like that match is right on the heels of a tar Tucker Carlson. Like it's a mm. 1A, 1B. Mm. It's so bad. Well, as Tom said, use hashtag tweet the table if you've seen, which I have not, the worst match of all time, apparently. Uh, it DX is. DX versus the Brothers of Destruction in Saudi Arabia. Tell us if you think there's something worse. Use hashtag tweet table, or you can get in the live chat with us now. You can tweet us live. You can chat us live on the YouTube if you're watching us there, because we are simul streaming. I just made that term up. Simul mm -hmm. streaming. And if you've seen anybody else use it before, they stole it from me. Yep. Simul streaming on Twitter and YouTube at the same damn time. Uh, welcome on. all of you fans watching right now and join in live. So we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble. We're going to make some mm -hmm. picks. We are not the most avid WWE fans and viewing every single minute. So we may sound like idiots in some of these predictions to somebody who does. I'm used to sound like an idiot to people, so I'm all right with that, Tom. You ready to move on? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk about the Raw Women's Championship match. Do you know who it is? Yep. Who? It's Dewdrop and Becky Lynch. Mm, good. I was testing you there. I was going to yeah, see I if you knew who's in this match. I know that one. Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. Now, listen. Dewdrop, Piper Niven um, is good. I, I think there's there's good storytelling you can utilize in 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 her skills and stuff. Like I've always liked her on on the 
uh, UK NXT and yeah. the NXT and all that. But Dewdrop ain't it, right? I mean, <laughs> like whatever that is, and however they're telling this story, and I, you know, I know like you, what you said about Becky Lynch being the, you know, big time Bex is a fun storyline enough for you, but like I'm just it. I think it's it feels so like I'm like that's the like at least what's the best way to phrase it? It's like the bare minimum you could have gave me. Right. I'm like, this is really like, you're just like, here, here's a little bit. And you're like, okay, thanks. And that's how I, mean, I feel about this match. I'm just kind of like, all right. I, I, I like, sure. We'll get some good spots in it. Cause both these ladies are good wrestlers. Yeah. But. This is meant to make Becky Lynch look strong because something's going to happen in the rumble that I will tell you about. Mm. And it has to do later with Becky Lynch. But in this match right now that we're predicting, Becky Lynch wins the match. All right. Ooh, fun. Again, you uh, watching, join the chat, tells who you think is going to win that. So you're saying Becky Lynch. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. it's going to be Becky Lynch. Dewdrop's not winning. No. She's not the one that's going to end Becky Lynch's or Becky Lynch's. No, she'll do, she'll do some type of move where it's like a, a Samoan drop from the second rope or something, you know, pretty uh outstanding that we're like wow she's a really good wrestler maybe in the future she gets a shot but not not on saturday night yeah and then we've got edge and beth phoenix taking on the miz and maurice and you know they love these kind of storylines right couple it's so couple. it's so disappointing <laughs> that as good as Miz and Maurice are, mm -hmm. they're always the one to make the other couple look good. Their storytelling going into their match with Nikki Bella and John Cena at WrestleMania, where they did the skits of the total Bellas and Maurice was dressed up like Nikki Bella and John and, and Miz was John Cena as a robot, you know, that was fantastic. And they always do great, but they're always meant to be the one who takes the pinfall. And in this case, it's no different. It's team grit, which is never going to get over. Fun fact. Never, never. Uh, winning over the couple who is the couple in WWE. That, that is the best couple in WWE. You can give me Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins. They're fine. Nah, they ain't it. You can give me Edge and Beth Phoenix. Yeah, they're cool, but they ain't it. You can give me Carmella and Corey Graves. Yeah, they're cool, but they ain't it. The couple of WWE is Miz and Maurice, but they're going to lose here because they're too good. They can I, lose and still be good. I think you're wrong. I think they're going to have Miz and Maurice. I think it's, and it's probably, I mean, I know we like to stick to storylines and things, but I think they guide their storylines based on response and ratings and social media following. And I think they, you know what I mean? These guys are on a show um, that's on the network. And, you know, I just think we're going to get Miz and Maurice win. I like it. I like your optimism mm -hmm. in a Wait, bad company. Wrong. Yeah, yeah it's wrong. a bad company. Yeah, probably wrong. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after that, well, I mean, we don't know the order, but I'm just going through here off of WWE.com. We have, this one's interesting, a universal championship match, Roman Reigns versus Seth freaking Rollins, which is apparently the new name for Seth Rollins, and the Usos are barred from ringside. Now, this will likely be a great match, right? Like, we're going to get moves and spots and, and they're going to tell a story in this match and all that's going to be good right mm -hmm. i don't know that how we got there was necessarily a whole lot of merit you know much to chew on but all right i so right now on thursday night 
in the one true time zone, eight o'clock PM. Can't see. I don't know the, the actual order, right? So on Saturday night, when I see one match go before the other, I would probably like, Oh, okay. They're going to do X. Right. But given how you're giving the, the match order to me right now, I think Seth Rollins wins. Mm. I think we're going to get Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, one or the two, maybe both go. Hey, Roman Reigns title reign. Hoogly, boogly, hoogly, boogly. Right. And then Roman goes, what? And then Seth goes, I'm Seth freaking Rollins and schoolboy or gets him with the curbs, something. Right. And then Seth Rollins takes a title over to raw because I got another prediction, but I got Seth Rollins winning the match. He becomes a heavyweight champion on the raw show. Interesting. I just, if from what I've watched, it is the Roman Reigns power hour Mm -hmm. over the last several years. And I mean, Mm -hmm. they, if they end it now, I feel like they came up lame on giving me a story leading up to it. Which well, I guess wouldn't shock me, huh? So, yeah. Uh, but I'll to be different. I'll say Roman Reigns. I feel like it's still the Roman Reigns show. Yeah, and again, if you were to give me the exact match order, my prediction might be different, right? I might yeah. say that the other this match is right goes before the, other the Rumble, way. right? Like, right, you know? exactly. So we'll see. But how you just laid it out, and maybe that's how it goes. I think Seth Rollins because Raw needs a champion, and I don't think it's gonna be Brock Lesnar. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Okay, well, on the Raw side, we have Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. And, you know, this is going to be suplex match, right? Like, they're going to be tossing each other around. Oh, Big the, meaty men the, slapping meat. Yeah, the moment of this match is going to be Bobby Lashley puts Brock Lesnar in the full Nelson or the hurt lock, whatever he calls it. And Brock Lesnar stands up and goes and breaks the hurt lock. And Oh my God, Brock Lesnar is the biggest thing in the world. We're going to get Paul Heyman acting as if he just saw yeah, MVP is going to, yeah. And MVP is going to yeah fall down and lose his cane and something like that. Uh, so yeah, it, Brock Lesnar wins, right? Cuba Paul Heyman's not gonna, music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Paul Heyman's not going to let any Usos or Roman Reigns distract Brock Lesnar from losing. So Brock Lesnar wins, but then because Roman Reigns lost, Brock Lesnar goes over to SmackDown and says, oh, you think you want this? And that's where we get WrestleMania. Roman Reigns on the chase. Brock Lesnar as a champ. Blah, 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 blah. So I did see this like weigh in. Between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. And again, weigh in for something you've spent decades telling me there's no weight divisions for. You had Rey Mysterio take on what every giant you ever had in the company. Big show. Yeah, match. all of them. Yeah. Like, so then, what the fuck is the weigh in for? Is just so we know how much these guys weigh? You tell me that when they're coming to the ring. Um, and then well, two, like the scripting of this thing was just so mm-hmm. bad. Like everything that they thought was a punchline was just not funny. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even what would be a logical response to what mm-hmm. somebody said. Like it mm-hmm. just is mind numbing. I like I know I know we've said this a lot. I know Vince McMahon and that crew really believes everybody's an idiot, right? And and I know for a large portion 
of the people that they're talking about there might not be wrong. I don't want to like be rude, but like some people are slow and, and don't get a whole lot of in-depth nuance, but that doesn't mean we see it in movies and television all the time. You can write to both audiences. You can have the substandard plot that is overlaid with nuance and, 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 you know, complexity and they don't give us that portion of it, man. It's, oh. it's very, it's all, you're a fart. <laughs> Call him a well, fart. But that's also, but that's also their sense of humor. They yeah. think that's funny. Remember mm-hmm. the Bruce Pritchard said this on, I think one of his early podcast episodes, the funniest thing for Vince McMahon is to unwillingly push you into his pool and watch your fear and terror as you go into the pool, right? Like that's what he loves. That's what he, he's a bully type of humor guy. So calling someone a fart is a hundred percent something that he would think is funny. I think it's interesting that WWE from a PR standpoint keeps telling you that AEW is not competition. I remember the week of my wedding when AEW was in Kansas city, the main event segment was a weigh in between champion at the time, Chris Jericho and challenger at the time, John Moxley. And then, Oh, all of a sudden now WWE is doing weigh-ins. How coincidental that now they're doing weigh-ins. They've never done weigh-ins yeah. before. Except remember when but now all of a sudden, Remember when they did a weigh-in for Brian Cage and Darby Allen, and I was like, "Well, what the fuck is the weight division? <laughs> like, who's yeah. excluded from this fucking yeah, thing?" Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Only that was just to show you." Is excluded from this fucking right, division. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah. with the okay, so I've got Brock Lesnar. Who are you going with? Oh, Brock, Brock Lesnar, Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. Okay. I mean, look, I, I could see how they could give it to Bro- to Bobby Lashley. Oh, if, yeah. If, especially if there's nefarious activity that distracts Brock Lesnar. So mm-hmm. if it's a vice versa thing, right, we could see Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley coming out of this, like you said, where they kind of one mm-hmm. screws the other and then the other comes back to screw the other. Yeah, and then we exactly. Get the, again, right. We get one of them prevails again. with the title and then mm-hmm. we get them again at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's talk about the 30 woman Royal Rumble match to which. They are scraping, right? They don't have enough folks. They Word is they asked the inspiration to come back, and they said, nah, well, yeah, we're all right where we're at, and <laughs> we don't want to do that. And, you know what I mean, they're bringing in some past timers, and they're even putting in the current champ and having to say, like, if she wins, she gets to pick her opponent. Who is that? For Mania, Charlotte. Really? She's the SmackDown champion, yep. And so she's in, and if she wins, she gets to pick her opponent versus... Now, what? which is somewhat cool, right? You know I mean? I, that's a different wrinkle, I guess. Uh, it's not... I don't entirely hate it, especially if she were to win, and then there becomes that, like, what well, does the Brock do, Lesnar, right? Brock Lesnar did that a couple years ago. Remember when he took out the first 20 people it was, and then Drew McIntyre finally took him out? Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, in the chat, uh, Katie First Lady says, hey, guys, happy Royal Rumble weekend. My mm. Rumble picks will be up Ooh, soon. So excited. check out yep. Katie yep. on Twitter, Instagram, yep. uh, Facebook. At Katie uh, First we'll Lady. Her... That's one S-T, L-A-D-Y. Yeah. Yep. Uh, check her out on Twitter and Instagram for sure. That's where her picks will be. Uh, Facebook, if you know her personally. There you go. But, um, yeah, her picks are really good. They're typically spot on, so I'm excited to see what she has. Uh, but with the 30-woman battle royal, Royal Rumble, whatever the fuck we're hey, You want me to read right? through some of the names they've got listed here? Yeah, because I know who's going to win. So you go ahead. Okay. And so it's we've got list. Uh, Shotzi, which who, did you see her meatloaf tweet this week? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shotzi's in there. Aaliyah is in there, which Aaliyah is uh, Guerrero's kid, right? Isn't that right? No, 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 no. Aaliyah's the one that won 
three seconds over Natty. Oh, she was in yeah, NXT. She right. was Robert Stone's right. uh, protege. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, who was? What was the name of? It was Aaliyah, but not the right. That's not the right oh, one. Oh, it's a different Aaliyah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, Jesus. Great. Summer Ray, nope. Shayna Baszler, Tamina. Oh, that'd be cool. Mickey James, the Impact mm-hmm. Knockouts champion. Natalia, Dana Brooke, Kelly Kelly, who's I, still alive. Michelle McCool, <laughs> Lena, Queen Zelina, which uh, another failed that Queen thing. Mm-hmm. Carmella, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella. Nikki A.S.H., the newly healed Nikki A.S.H., that is, uh, Rhea Ripley, Naomi, Charlotte Flair, as we mentioned, Liv Morgan, and Bianca Belair. I think those last couple names there are probably the odds-on favorites, right? Your Bianca, your Liv Morgan, your Charlotte Flair. and you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quick question before we get into who he thinks is going to win. Uh, do you think Mickey James walks out with the title? You think she's going to have it around her waist or yeah, over her so. shoulder as she runs out? I think so. I think they've mentioned TNA before. They've had a semi-working relationship over the years. That might be a thing that she kind of was like, well, they're probably like, well, hey, look at this. Right. Impact, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think they feel threatened by Impact. If they somehow worked a deal because they thought they needed a huge ratings pop to get an AW champion, they probably would not maybe allow the AW champion, I feel. I don't think maybe an NJPW champion's bringing their NJPW title out. Mm-hmm. Maybe they would, but I think at Impact they're probably they probably don't. I, honestly, I feel like they probably don't respect them enough. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah, no. weird, no, even though they're allowing them on the show. Yeah, but like yeah. No, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want you to go first because I'm going to tell you who actually wins this. I, I mean, right. I'm. I'm at Bianca Belair. I'm at Liv Morgan. I mean, the Charlotte Flair thing, I think they'll toy with, but I'm going to go Bianca no, Belair that's... two in a row, right? Because she won the last one. Mm-hmm. Bianca yeah. Belair. Yep. Yeah, I think I think Charlotte Flair, I think a Sasha Banks eliminates her, and that's where we get oh, the feud with Sasha them, Banks. right? It'll be something there. Yeah. The winner of your 2022 Royal Rumble women's match is the rowdy one, Ronda oh, Rousey. Oh, God. She's you think she's coming this. back to do a, a whole thing too, not just a spot in the rumble? Yeah, she's gonna win because guess who I told you won the Raw Women's Championship? Becky Lynch. And who did Rhonda lose to last? It was Becky Lynch. So she's coming back for her belt. It's big time Bex now. Now she's not the underdog anymore. She's the establishment. Yeah. And now we've got the the coming back with a vengeance, Ronda yeah. Rousey. I think there you're you right go. there because again, I think we've got to remember WWE now in that like they're booking for what the USA Today headline is going to be, mm-hmm. right? They're booking for what Fox is going to talk about on their show, right? And so they need the names people have heard of, the ones that are going to be like, maybe I should check this out, right? And I think they they're wanting the payoff of Ronda losing, right? Ronda lost and then never was seen again. So now we've got to tell this story that she went into hiding. She became meaner and badder and more vicious than ever. See, and Becky got a big head. And so that's why she's big time. Here's how they bets. can do this. Here's how they can do this. Ronda still comes out, is is kicking ass. Something happens. Bianca Belair tosses her. Bianca Belair wins still, but then Becky Lynch is just making fun of Ronda Rousey the next night on Raw, and out comes Ronda Rousey, and then so yeah, maybe well, we're both but then on a, the same track. 
well, but maybe then a SmackDown woman wins, right? Because Bianca right, is a yeah, problem. Right, yeah. Right, so yeah, let's something. say it's uh, Sasha Banks. Yeah, Sasha Banks wins. Right. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. I don't even know where I, she's at. She's not on the list, but you're right. But she may she's show up, right? Yeah, she's gonna be on there. Um, I yeah, I think this is Ronda Rousey. I think this is hey Ronda, cool. You had a kid. You're out there farming in California or wherever the fuck. It's time for you to earn this paycheck. Oh, she always she's off the grid. She's all like organic and does it. Yeah, she did 100 percent all that, which is whatever. I grow grow out here. I got yeah, but I think it's I think it's WWE saying hey, uh, we've been paying you long enough for not doing shit so it's time to come back and earn this paycheck for a couple months yeah yeah yeah. all right well the 30 man royal rumble match which i'm honestly this list of names that we got here is kind of i know i was like hey you can always just plug in the rumble and be like hey we're gonna see something exciting but this one's all right let me read through some of these names right austin theory dominic mysterio ray mysterio montez ford angelo dawkins sheamus Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin, which is a thing. Kofi Kingston, Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville, United States Champion Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Big E, Kevin Owens, Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler, the Raw Tag Team Champions, Otis and Chad Gable, Riddle, Randy Orton, and Amos. And, you know, there will be some surprises, of course, here. I don't know how many names that is. I didn't count, but... Man, none of those scream like that's the guy. They're ready to like strap that guy, right? So this feels like it's not going to amount to much whoever wins it. So I don't know, man. I feel like maybe they throw Big E a bone, let him win one just to lose his title shot. But other than that, like I, they love to like toy that the big man's, you know, like almost is is beating everybody, but then something happens and he gets thrown out. I have no, they've never pulled that trigger right where like andre right. the giant wins and fucking mm-hmm. you know the big show wins. the big show ever win a rumble well he won the andre the giant at wrestlemania right. the andre, but yeah like, but never the, the royal rumble yeah no so like he should have in 2000 remember rock's yeah. feet hit first but yeah. anyhow i mean like i could um, see a randy orton if he wasn't involved in the riddle thing you know but he's won so many times he won yeah. a couple years ago remember with the yeah. bray wyatt thing um i could see like austin theory where mcmahon figures out a way to like get him to win but that would be a shock that would be my dark horse right so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with biggie yeah so i think again not knowing the match card i think the main event of this show is going to be the women's women's battle royal so that ronda says wow and everyone goes hey whatever the sign right it's Rhonda, right? We're going right. to leave with Rhonda's back. And then we don't right? know if it's Charlotte or, yeah. or Becky, and then they get a fight over who Rhonda mm-hmm. faces. Didn't we do this already once? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we Isn't did. that what it was? Who were mm-hmm. the other participants? Was it fucking Becky and Charlotte over who was going to fight Rhonda? Didn't we no, do this? It was, oh, you're talking about when Rhonda uh, debuted? It was Oscar. Yeah. It was Oscar, Charlotte, and uh then it was Rhonda and she pointed and yeah then right but then they're like no it's me no it's me right Right. yeah exactly yeah Yeah. um they're gonna run that back they might run that back oh might nothing they're gonna run that back but i think i i I don't think the men's i don't think the men's royal rumble is going to be the signature moment of this event so with that being said Again, so, Raw has to have a champion. We obviously, I think, the writing's on the wall that it's going to be Brock and Roman going to WrestleMania. So someone has to have that title, whether it's Bobby Lashley 
or Seth Rollins as your champion on Raw. You need a baby face. He ain't doing anything since he lost. I think he should have won if Roman doesn't get COVID. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think Big E wins this Royal Rumble. Mm. Big E, huh? Which, you know, that'd be Big cool. E's like, great. matching his belt. Yeah, I like Big E. Friend of the show. I like Big E a lot. Yeah, friend Been of the, the show. show. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. I go just think, again. Go back and check the interview we did with Big E. Yeah, I just think that this isn't going to be the, like, breakout moment where Bill in the name, Cody. Like, I don't think Cody Rhodes is showing up at the Royal Rumble. You so know what I'm saying? Th- like, who's going to be, who are they going to consider is it an ROH guy? Is it like Gresham or something? That's like the forbidden door thing that they're going to do, right? Oh, with the men's side? No, I don't yeah. think it's going to be anyone. I, I think this is all built. And again, this is just gut feeling. I don't read anything or anything like that. I think this is all, you know, when Nakamura won the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble, it was like, oh, cool. Hey, that's one of our guys, Nakamura. But no one really fucking cared. I think that's what the men's Rumble is going to be this year. Because Rhonda, guys, Rhonda's back. Get the new T-shirt. It's like Rowdy Piper, but it yeah. says Rhonda. Yeah, it's gonna be a new Rowdy, whatever his second. Yeah, exactly. shirt was. Yeah, gosh. yeah. That's what it is. That's again. That's just a gut feeling. I don't know. Completely wrong. I don't know. Fucking maybe hey, you're gonna be there. So maybe you I'm gonna I mean? be there. Do some live uh, shots. Like let us yeah. you know, chime in. Talk to I'm Tom while he's there. Yeah, I'm gonna have my phone on me. I'll be you doing have a videos. Big table sign, no doubt. Might. Who knows? You might. You might. You might. It's going to be might. fun. I tell you what. I will have my I will have my video going to show you the disappointment you know, when Roman Reigns wins his match. All I know is last time we drove to St. Louis to watch wrestling, we saw Dan the Dad and Dan Housen, and you will not be seeing that in the Royal Rumble. So it can't be as good as that was. However, it will be a good time. Dan the Dad, maybe. Dan the Dad might be at the Rumble. He might be in the Rumble. That would be cool. I'm probably I would if you could tell me Dan the Dad is going to be in the Rumble. I will pay for the pay per view now. Like I already like Peacock, fine, but like I'll pay for the pay per view. Yeah, the <laughs> traditional pay per view. Tell give me you now. Fifty dollars. Yeah. You tell me now. Yeah, I might buy a ticket. <laughs> tell me Dan Tom, the Dad is going to be in the yeah. Royal Rumble. I might hop a ride with Tom and go. He's in St. Louis. Scout me a he's, ticket. Yeah, he's in. Dan the Dad, holler at me if you know something I don't. I tell you what, they're all starting to converge. If you paid attention to Twitter on this Thursday evening, we got Ariel Hawani's there. Uh, Sean Ross Ross Sap is uh, in St. Louis, so uh, commotion and movers and shakers are starting to report. So we shall see what happens. Dan the Dad Maybe is Dan all the those, dad. and so like, I, yeah, Dan the Dad is cooler than a lot of the names I just listed on the fucking Men's Royal Rumble. I mean, that's facts. That is big time so, facts. Hey, but. Speaking of Dan Housen, Dan Housen, let's oh, get into some, God, so some fun, <laughs> some fun, which was a W dynamite. Yeah. So let's go through last night's a mm-hmm. W dynamite, the a W we'll dynamite beach breakdown. Yeah. In the middle of winter in Ohio, in Ohio, <laughs> way to go. Which, I love that they even them, went to the beach, right? <laughs> yeah. Credit to them for poking fun at how stupid it was. So at least yeah. they're self-aware well, and, um, and Hobbs. Cool as a fucking cucumber out there in a well, goddamn, yeah. you know what I mean? Look like, at that. Yeah. Well, all the muscles provide enough body heat. You don't need yeah. a coat when you're like yeah. that, when you're a grizzly bear. You ever seen a bear in a coat? No, you yeah, have not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
That thick boy, he don't Maybe need no San Francisco. Fucking, all right. Yeah, but he don't need no Cody. Look at that thick boy. Look at the muscles. He's I looked well through it. I kept looking at them like, he is a dork. Because even Ricky Starks was all like bundled up, yeah. but still like acting cool, you know? But yeah, like, well, you know, Hobbs is there in his what is overalls cold? and shit. Yeah, he's like, what is cold? I don't understand what's cold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about it. So we'll get to Dan Housen mm-hmm. in just a moment, but let's kick it off in chronological order. It started with mm. the ladder match to crown the undisputed TNT champion. It was mm. champion Cody Rhodes taking on interim champion Sammy Guevara and good, good night. This was insane, wasn't it? Like this is one of the uh, one of the best matches they put on. And what made this good is because longtime listeners know we're not big fans of just spot to spot to spot. What was great about that is each spot could have been the ending of the match. And because of the storytelling of any guy could win this, you didn't just check out and go, Oh, cool. It was a cutter from one ladder to another ladder. Like that could have ended the match. Right. And this again, like I just said, a cutter from one uh, ladder to another, you had a crossroads off of uh, two ladders Sammy Guevara almost snapped his spine in half yeah. doing the damn uh, swanton Ooh, that yeah. did that not was give. To yeah, that, yeah, was, that oh. was supposed to break, and it he, did not. The momentum that just plung him. I'm surprised he didn't like fall oh. forward and smack his face and cuss himself. Like that was oh. who? That one I got legit worried. I was like, okay, that, that one was the one. Check yeah. on Sammy. Right. Again, these guys are professional fallers. They know how to like brace themselves and things like that. And there were some spots. Yeah, he wasn't again, braced like, for that. Yeah, he the was cutter, not, but yeah. they understood oh. what was happening here. The but they suplex, did that smooth. It didn't look like, a lot of times with those things, I, I complain about why I don't waiting. like that style of wrestling is the, mm-hmm. I wait, and now as you got close, I just jumped out sideways. Like, when you wouldn't do that, right? This yeah. felt right. Like, it looked like Seamless. he was trying to catch him. and was like, oh, fuck, right? And just, mm-hmm. oops. Right. It was real good. Uh, Timing was great. Um, I think this kind of thing, it look for Cody trying to be like anti, I'm not turning heel. Everybody better love me. Like th- this match probably went a long way for his and cause. You, know, you look at, you look about, you know, his short body of work. Cause not too long ago, what was it? A month where he put his body through fire with, yeah. uh, Andrade. Like yeah. he's giving you everything he's, he's got. He's, he's trying. trying. He is right. Flat as an old effort, soda. Right. Yeah. He is yeah. flat as old soda, but he has you, given you when you're all on the a football effort. team and they give you the little prop to carry around because you're the hard worker of the week, right? He's, he's oh, getting that. He is Rudy, one yes. million percent. Yes. If you ever seen the, the the Disney movie Rudy about the football player on the Notre Dame team, that is Cody, where he mm-hmm. thinks he's the shit and everyone's like, you're really not. But we're going to give you a shot, bud. Um, but Sammy Guevara wins. He is now your undisputed TNT champion. What do you think all of this is about? Do you think the whole thing was because Cody could show up at the Rumble? Do you think AEW is trying to poke the IWC with like, huh? Maybe, maybe. Aren't we interesting? Maybe. No. What do you think? I don't know, man. I I don't know. I think, you know, they called the Audible, like you said, when they had Battle of the Belts and they realized, crap, we got to have a Battle of the Belts. So we did the interim mm-hmm. title. But for some reason in that time, they were like, no, let's give this Sammy thing another run. Like, everybody loves the guy, but why he didn't, maybe they thought, like, maybe we didn't do him justice, and let's go from there, and, you know, maybe Cody got to sign another 
I got another fucking season three of whatever coming out. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, you know what I really hoped for? And this comes later in the show, but they do the Sammy Guevara cue card bit. And he's there with Fuego. And I was just like, let the last card be like, you were all there for me, but one person wasn't. And then like, just, just take him out. Right. I was hoping for that the whole time. I was honestly disappointed. And I know like that's very Russo-esque of me right well, but it, then but... it would make the the cue mm. cards even more valuable right because right. all the cue cards have always been just yeah you could have had him do that song. right as like we're coming back from break and then we come back from break and everybody's like oh my god this is this is just unfolding now right like excalibur mm-hmm. going like during the break we he, 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 he right like all of that yeah oh i was like please let this happen and then like it was all sappy and i was like all right fine whatever. yeah Great. and it would have made perfect sense because you could have tied in hey uh, Fuego almost cost me the match getting involved, and then yeah. Cody took him out. Oh, even better, it's, you know? it's not like you all have always been there for me, right? But one of you is there for me a little too much. You're always there when I'm trying to, sh- right? Like as he's going through the cards, and Fuego's not even like seeing him, right? Like he's yeah. just bobbing, just holding up his thing, mm-hmm. and then just, you know what I mean? He's just running through him, and then like. You can see Sammy getting madder and madder, drawing each card, right? You're always there when I'm eating. You're always there when I'm eating. You're riding my coattails. And then, none the wiser, Fuego's yep. like, in for the hug, big guy, and mm, gives him the Kansas City cunt punt. Mm-hmm. That would have mm, been great. Would have been great television. And it could. It still happened. Could still still happen. could happen. Yep. Uh, one thing that I did like, speaking of that segment, we'll get back into chronological order in here in yeah. a second. But uh, I did like that Sammy wore both belts when he did that cue card segment. See, and <laughs> that's a great. heel thing, too. Like, if he would have done what I said, he could be going around with two belts and be like, I think I caught him saying, I think what maybe gave me the idea was, I think I caught him saying, like, three-time champ when he came out. I think it was like three-time, and I'm like, no. Right? Like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're two-time. Yeah. You just made it. But I'm like, Oh, but that would be a great heel move, right? I'm three-time champ. Look, I won it one time, I won it another time, and I won it a third time. I'm the only mm-hmm. one to hold it twice at the same time, right? Like, just, mm, yeah. it would be great. It would be great. Yeah, and it, it looks like, because they were doing shots during this match up into the crowd, that Scorpio Sky is the next challenger for the TNT Championship. So, uh, Sammy Guevara, Scorpio Sky with Dan Lambert inserted into there. That should be yeah. fun. Because yeah. Dan Lambert can have, I mean, look at Sammy Guevara. Again, Spanish God, I get all that. But there's plenty to make fun of. And oh, yeah. Dan Lambert will find all of those Oh, and he's going to uh, mention jokes. something about the relationship controversies. And... Oh, yeah, all the stuff. And the hair. And the he came out wearing a, a panda mask his first match Dan or whatever Lambert the fuck it was. Dan Lambert will say, the only manly cool thing you did is like the thing that everybody's shitting on him for doing to yeah, his ex. Like, right? that he'll, ugly he'll woman. compliment yeah. him for his worst trait. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. Lambert's the a master thing, at this. Right, yeah. The best thing you ever did was comment about Sasha Banks. I'm like, well, oh. shit. You know? oh. <laughs> that would be funny, right? Like, he will. Funny. He'll find a way to mention the Banks or something, right? Yeah, like, something. Yeah. Mm. So Mm-mm. after the TNT championship, again, Sammy Guevara wins. As you mentioned, Team Taz is out there at the beach. Powerhouse Hobbs says Dante Martin's win was a fluke, so we're going to run that back. And then Ricky Stark says, hey, Jay Lethal, haven't forgot about your ass. Me and you rampage for the FTW title in Chicago, so we look, we have that to look forward to next week. So, again, nothing earth-shattering news there, but still some fun stuff. Yeah, no. I but then so. we get back into the ring. Handicap match. Hometown hero, 
Wardlow with Sean Spears uh, taking on two, you know, nameless bastards. Yeah. Just get <laughs> suplexed and powerbombed everything, you know. Yeah, this was Wardlow must pose. This was fun because we got the, hey, everyone, we love Wardlow. Mm. Because later on in the night, we get the Wardlow has to do some bad things to your favorite person. So yep. it was a good contrast, right? Um, but yeah, Wardlow wins. Sean Spears tries to attack two guys. Wardlow says, like, get the fuck out of here. So there's Knock some, you know, Dork yeah, there's that. some contention there. Um, then we get a commercial break and then we get. <sighs> Look, Jericho is one of the greatest. We can we have a laundry list of great stories he has told. This ain't it, though. It was the inner circle, Sammy Guevara, Santana and Ortiz. Yeah. Uh, and Jericho taking on 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. And essentially, uh, Santana and Ortiz were like, we're not tagging in Jericho. Fuck that guy. He can stand up there all he wants, but we're going to win this match. Jericho finds a way to give the Judas elbow to 2.0 number one or number two. I don't remember who it was. They get the win and then Jericho's like, oh, you're just going to, you're just going to give me the cold shoulder. Like that's how we're doing it now. We'll see what happens. And again, breaking kayfabe for a second. Uh, Eddie Kingston has a broken orbital bone. So I think we're buying some time, but in a, in a company that has stacked roster, I didn't think we needed to do this match. Yeah. I mean, is this the, like, is this the slow separation of the inner circle? Right. Is this how we, that's what I think. Right. Yeah. I and mean, I think if Eddie Kingston was healthy, that would be accelerated with Eddie Kingston interjects in between them. Santana and Ortiz pick Eddie over Jericho, Eddie versus Jericho at the next pay-per-view. Unfortunately, again, breaking kayfabe, Eddie's hurt. So we got to slow play this, but as I talk about here in just a second, and actually let's just do it now. We had our heavyweight champion, not even really on the show, right? Yeah. So like this could have been slow played on rampage and instead it's given it's time, which whatever, right? It's a fine match, but then our heavyweight champion gets told he, been on rampage. Is he too big for rampage? Well, he calls it right. He's the commentator. Yeah, he's done commentary for it. That's true. Yeah, and he's ran right. in to make the save a couple of times, true. but I don't yeah. think he's ever had a match. Yeah, right. But, but we don't get, we don't get Hangman coming out to the crowd to get his "I'm the heavyweight champion in your hometown" kind of pop. And instead, it's just this filmed backstage vignette where he's told he's going to be in a Texas Death Match in two weeks, which he sold it great. Right? He was surprised as anyone that, Hey, it's a Texas death match in two weeks against Lance Archer, which I thought was fun, but couldn't you have done that in front of the crowd and then not had this trios match? I just felt like if we're buying our time with Eddie Kingston getting healthy, then let's buy our time with this storyline. Cause it's not the thing that's setting the world on fire. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. I'm not, you know, Jericho. I've had yeah. Enough. Jericho again. He's told amazing stories at certain points. We have said he's the best of all time because of the great stories he's telling. Just since the MJF thing, it's not been great. And I feel like yeah. he's taking up Feels time forced. when, yep. well, I just think he's taking up time when our heavyweight champion should be getting that hangman. Adam Page should be getting that time. Yeah, I do like the Kenny Omega storyline being the exception when they don't do a whole lot of great storytelling for their champions. I don't think they've known how to tell a good 
face as the champion storyline. Yeah, thing. I mean, yeah, the John Moxley, Moxley thing. Well, Moxley did the whole like one of my favorites was when he did the Lance Archer thing and he was like, "Hey, everyone's got to die." Right. That means you too, right? right? Like the it's coming for me, but I'm going to go down fighting. And that was his whole thing was I'm a fighting champion, which was yeah. fine, but again, it wasn't anything that like you're not going to write this down in the greatest stories of all time and say right. like you got to know about this story, right? Yeah. Like um and even Jericho, honestly, his championship reign was hilarious, right? And it was really fun. He called himself the youngest AEW champion because he was the only AEW champion. Mm -hmm. Like, he did a lot of fun mm -hmm. things. But I think they haven't figured out, you know, if you're peeking behind the curtain, we're looking at salaries. Uh, maybe it makes sense why Jericho and Punk are having the most TV time. You know what I mean? Because you want to get your yeah. money's worth. However then make him the champ. You know what I'm saying? Because then, like, Hangman is being treated like punk in 2011 as the champ. So yeah, that was my big gripe with this episode. But let's get back on track here. Uh, Tony Schiavone's backstage, private party, Jurassic Express. They're going to face each other at Rampage. Fine. Uh, then CM Punk comes out. Yeah. And CM Punk's like, I'm tired of talking. Let's fight. I want to fight. Let's fight, motherfucker. See these hands? We're going to fight. And MJF's like, yeah, suck yeah, it. We're not going to fight here. Yeah. Ah, I get paid to fight today. Yeah. This town? No. Yeah. No, we're not doing it here. Yeah. Uh, this, you ever fought in Cleveland? Yeah. Get an infection no. from that. Yeah. Jeez. No. <laughs> but it is announced that MJF says next week in Chicago, mm -hmm. I'm going to beat your ass in front of your hometown. Oh, the crowd for this is going to be livid. Oh, it's going to be incredible. But hitting the high points of this promo, uh, they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Then the pinnacle comes out, FTR Wardlow. Sean Spears attacks CM Punk from behind. Then they all get in there. And then this is what I was mentioning earlier. Then we get Wardlow, you powerbomb the motherfucker. And he didn't really want to do it, but he did it. Nope. And so we got the, it could have been the best moment right then. If, if Wardlow just says, nope, it's his hometown. Yeah. He's, he doesn't want to do this in front of his friends and family. Should just powerbomb Sean Spears instead. <laughs> yeah. Because like, MJF off. wouldn't have fought him for that. He would have been like, mm -hmm. dude. Yeah. Poor form. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It could have been the perfect moment, but it wasn't done. Wasn't done. But mm. I think, again, that's what the squash match was for earlier. Week is but i think the squash match was for like cheer him we love him but he has to do some bad things and if yeah. he just did the bad thing we might think like fuck that guy right wardlow will be the reason punk wins the match mm -hmm. and then like mjf's gonna be livid and he's gonna be mm -hmm. like i'm going after punk and punk's gonna just make fun of him and be like no i think you have another sort of schedule or score to settle and then out comes wardlow and then yeah punk gets to move on yep that's i agree i think that's what mm -hmm. we were gonna have happen yeah uh, but Which it was great. cool it's good storytelling yeah very great storytelling story but it was fun how uh after punk gets beat down mgf does the cross-legged promo yeah. on top of cm so punk fun. god that, that was, was such really a good fun move. that was yeah. great if i could have fit that on the background it was great but it just wasn't gonna work i tried i tried desperately yeah. uh after a commercial break uh backstage julia hart starts to go in about the house of black oh and she's dressed different i don't know if you noticed like she's yeah, more she... adult now yeah an actual an adult but before she could even really get into the House of Black and X, Y, and Z, 
smart Mark Sterling comes in and was like, hey, you're a lucky day, you dumb dumb. You're going to get your ass kicked by Jade Cargill. Sign this paper because when you're in the hospital, it's not our fault. Right. And Julia Hart's like, fine, fuck it. Got that. And uh, yeah, and and tall varsity, he's like, no. The Griff What's guy. his name? Yeah, Griffy. Griff Gary. Uh, yeah, old Gary. Um, he's like, no, don't do that. And she's like, I think it's Bitch. Ice McFrost, I think was his mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, don't do that. And she's like, you're an asshole. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Remember, remember, there's don't my tell me what to do. And so on Rampage, we're going to see a murder. That's yeah, going to be a murder. Well, and or who saves her from being murdered is actually the House of Black and not her pals, right? Her varsity pals. Like she's about to get murdered, and the House of Black comes to whisk her away and take her to the back to avoid the murder. And then the varsity guys come out like, what the fuck, guys? What the fuck, man? What the fuck? Can't do that. And she's like, guys, you weren't there to help me. They were there to help me. I think, ooh, I like that. This is how I would do that because I like that idea. Let's have a fun little story time, mm-hmm. little sidebar mm-hmm. story time. You know what I mean? Here. Like she wins the match and then she starts fucking laying the elbows. No, 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 fucking... no. Because we got we to gotta have, gotta have Jade Cargill look strong, right? Right. Well, that's what so I'm saying. Get... Like Jade Cargill wins the match. Right. So, but but Julia Hart has some some good fire, sure, but then she just runs into the runs into the finisher, right? right. It's like a I would have won, I was winning until I lost, right? One right. of those moments, right? She loses, she's in the ring, varsity blondes are with her, and they're she's like ah that's okay, and she's like no, like we're losers, stop being fucking losers, and she pushes them, and then she goes out of the ring. They're standing in the ring, and then out from the heel entrance comes the house of black and then she walks off with them and they're mm. left in the ring going like what mm. and then See, we I, get I, I like week. it more the way where like jay cargo wins but then she's like she's mad that she almost lost right so smart mark can't even stop her she's snapping she's just laying boots to her already broken eye the house of black comes out and stands in the way and jay cargo's like you freaky motherfuckers i'm out of here right and smart mark smart was like get the fuck out of here these guys are nuts right they're gonna boil you and eat you like so they run off and then the fucking you know the griff guy and and cancel cancel culture dude come out and try to be like what the fuck man and then she's like no no where the fuck were you i'm going with them i like that yeah i like yeah. it yeah i like it That's fun like. little mm-hmm. little story time there let's get back yeah. on track here okay neither all right yeah, they'll, they'll, well, they might. Who knows? They might. They're, do, yeah. right. Look, they're, they're creating. They're leading somewhere with this. Like, there's a yeah. story being told here. Absolutely. Yeah, there is a story. Uh, back in the ring, though, we get legit Layla Hirsch taking on Red Velvet, and this is the final nail in the the story for legit Layla Hirsch is your heel. Yeah. Red Velvet is your baby face. Chris Statlander is your baby face. It's yep. legit Layla Hirsch as the badass heel. Which, here's sure. what I'll say though. Two things. One, this could have been done on Elevation or Dark. This is where I think this kind of a match, this kind of story is meant for those TV shows, not Dynamite. No Mm -hmm. offense to women. I'm just saying in general, that's what I'm saying. Oh, if men were pulling the same story of the same Same spot on the card. Yeah. 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 If this Uh, was Joey Janela and... And I don't know, one of the Hardy family office guys, right? Like, or exactly. Cutie Marshall or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. Cutie. Uh, fuck. 
Oh, we missed him Forgot again. Well, he's still recovering from him. Hook. Remember, yeah, he took that big true. slam from Hook. So yeah, yeah he's pretty beat up. He long since gave up asking. I know he probably feels bad. I feel bad. He does. He feels bad. Yeah. But then the second thing I'm going to say about this this match here between legit Layla Hirsch and Red Velvet is the trope that hey, someone's interesting because they're heel. We rely on too much. Yeah. Legit Layla Hirsch is as a baby face, interesting. She is very interesting. So I don't think you always need to say, we're giving a push to someone, they're a heel, right? right. Like that's such a, yep, what, what else are you going to do? And so I don't know as, because again, now we got legit Layla Hirsch, Britt Baker's still your heel, Jade Cargill's your heel. Right. Looks like Julia Hart in two weeks yeah. time is going to be your heel. Like who's Even left? If you Thunder Rosa, Layla Hurst to your third highest heel. What good is that doing when your two champions are heels, right? So now oh, we're relegating her to your third best women's storyline, which usually isn't on the card. Oh, and even then, you still have Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. You, you still have the Bunny, Penelope Ford. Like, yeah, they are pretty heel heavy on there. That's what I'm saying. Also, yeah. So, I mean, you got Ruby Soho, you got Thunder Rosa. Ty Conti uh, and Anna yeah, Jay? Ty Conti and Anna Jay, yeah. And then what? What, what are you doing? Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't always need to just... I know yeah, Red Velvet. Like, I mean, yeah, a face run with legit Layla Hirsch where, I mean, she's a powerhouse. Exactly. A, you know what I mean? Like, she is a, she's a brute. You know? You know what I mean? Talk about five feet of fury. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the real five feet of fury, right? Like, that's... Oh. Yeah, and you know who we're forgetting about, by the mm. way? Your third-tier heel? You know who it is. We forgot about her. It's Serena Deeb. Oh, Serena Deeb. That's who you're... Yeah. But that's, again, Serena look Deeb. at that contrast, right? You have Murderous. Serena Deeb, the, right? And then you build up legit Leo Hirsch as the counterpart babyface. Who can actually throw down and get nasty and mean. That's what I'm saying. So Can like, break a face. Mm-hmm. And, you know how you know, hard it is to break a face? Hikaru Shida can use this time to heal up or do some other fun stuff and come back to Deeb. But again, I think legit Layla Hirsch didn't need to be heel here. Again, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Chris Statlander and her will have some good matches. But again, it's a tired trope that I don't think we need to rely on so much. But that's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, after the commercial break, or before the commercial break, we got the vignette of House of Black, where they essentially said, hey, Pac. We're going to kill you. <laughs> These guys, this is said. not normally our style either. No, right? we're not the no, sci-fi no, no. guys. We're not the, you know, fantasy, you know, Dungeons and Dragon guys. But these guys, they pull it off because there seems to be a legitness to them to pardon from Layla Hirsch, right? Right. There's, there's not the look at how I produced fire. It's not that shit. It's just like, hey. I'm a little like, bit off. These guys and I like it. These guys cast spells over a cauldron in their backyard. Like that's fucking weird. Right? Like right. I'm afraid these guys are gonna like actually abduct me and eat me. Right. Exactly. It's it's the and they're doing some weird stuff, but it doesn't seem like supernatural. It's not supernatural. It's just it's like somebody who has a a mental issue where they think they're supernatural. Mm-hmm. or just trying to practice witchcraft in their backyard. If your neighbor was doing this in their backyard, you would be freaked the fuck out. 
Mm-hmm. Even if you knew, yeah. like, well, the guy's not going to actually put a spell on me, but you're like, but the guy thinks he's putting spells on me, and that's almost more dangerous. Right. Exactly. He's believing right. his own shit. Right. And that's be scary, right? That's scary, you know? right. That's psychopath, not sociopath. Mm-hmm. And so essentially, yeah, they called out uh, Death Triangle, specifically Pac, and then they end it with saying, just like death, they are an inevitable. This match. There's going to be some. Oh, my gosh. Because Pac is. We might stab somebody in this match. Pac might stab both of them. <laughs> yeah. He might yeah. stab Penta if Penta doesn't hold up his own in this tag match. You know what I'm saying? Could like, be. Maybe that's it. Hey, he's like, fuck it, you guys are right. Man. I'm joining the house. Fuck it. This guy or sucks. he just might just say, I'm join- I'm making my own house. Like, yeah. fuck everything house here. You know? like, yeah, I'm a bastard, right? The house of pack. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Love excited it. for this. Yeah. Mm. Pac Love and uh, Penta versus uh, Brody King and uh, Alistair Black. This fit the angry bastard thing that you've been talking about, Pac, so well, where he's just like, you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of your bullshit. Look, you look like fucking, I'm just going to fucking kill you. I don't care. Like, you think you're insane? You haven't yeah. met what that really is. You're cosplaying. I'm going to fucking eat your liver. I'm yeah. like, he's just right. like, oh my you God. You thought the blindness down. was something? You thought just making me blind Holy was something? Shit. I'm blind Holy all shit. the time. I'm you guys blind are just with fucking rage. dorks. I'm really going to fucking be a serial mm-hmm. murderer on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's great. This is going to be fun. He's going to like explode out of the game. Oh, it's going to be, oh, it's gonna be so- a shotgun drop kick to Brody mm. King into the corner. It's going to be so cool. Mm. Somebody's going to get gonna... up their ass. Oh, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Let's get into now. The most disappointing segment <laughs> Hold of on, the I show. Think somebody's getting an antler up their ass might be a good episode. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. But let's get into the most disappointing segment of the show. And it wasn't disappointing because the promo was outstanding. It was disappointing because it led to fucking nothing. Mm. What am I talking about? I'm talking about our AEW women's champion, Dr. Britt Baker, mm. DMD coming out and just saying i'm cool yeah what was that and it was good it was good cheap heat talking about how cleveland pittsburgh and right by the way did you see uh roethlisberger retired yeah but don't you love the line but don't you love the line from Britt baker where she said uh hey this is a baker you can believe in yeah you know like because talking about uh god so uh, good yeah, Mayfield. Yeah, quarterback Shout Baker out Mayfield. Justin Summers, friend of the show. Yeah, Cleveland fan. Big Cleveland. As much fan. as that hurts. <laughs> I know to hurt. be a fan of that town. Yeah. Um, hey, did you know that every year Patrick Mahomes has been the starter that his team has hosted the AFC Championship game? Did you know that? Isn't that fun? I did. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Isn't it fun? Yeah. It's yeah. so great. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway, back to the rest. this Sunday, 2 o'clock in the One True Time yeah. Zone. You can watch another team from Ohio try to beat them. And probably hey, won't happen. Probably won't happen. Yeah. yeah. But here's the disappointing part about the Dr. Britt Baker uh, promo here. Again, good, cheap heat. Cleveland hater. She was, was doing the Pittsburgh stuff. No one no interrupted. Method, no message. Yeah. No, yeah. No one interrupted. She didn't call anyone out. Tony Schiavone didn't mention any number one contender. It was just a neutral promo. It sounds exactly like what she said. Like she was upset that like she hasn't gotten mic time. So they're like, all right, go ahead and say something. 
and it was fine, right? It was good. Oh, yeah. What she said was fine. Like, I mean, yeah. everybody loves to shit on Cleveland. Everybody right. loves that. Yeah. I mean, that made yeah. me pay attention, but, yeah. like, hey. Baseball, if, apple pie, and shit on Cleveland. Cleveland. We love you. Everybody, but you know what I mean? <laughs> we love it's you from Cleveland, but Cleveland, right? right? I yeah. mean, you yeah. guys know. Yeah, it's a national yeah. pastime, right? It's as American as apple pie and baseball. Shitting on the city of Cleveland. You know what I mean? Cleveland, right? What do they so call anyhow. it? Steak by the lake? Isn't that what they call it? I probably. <laughs> I <think> so. <laughs> Wouldn't shock me. No, I'm kidding. Um, hey, so then after that meaningless promo, which was still entertaining and fun, we get the main event. We get a lights out match. The old uh, ring announcer says lights are going to go out, lights are going to come back on, and we are not responsible for what happens next. And it was Orange Cassidy taking on Adam Cole. And here it is, Tim. Mm. We get some hard-hitting action, but we got the pop of the night as Adam Cole goes underneath the ring to grab a chair to put it upside Orange Cassidy's dome. And he is struggling to get this chair from out underneath the ring. And all of a sudden, Danhausen. He's cursed. And he's cursed. And if you pay attention, after Danhausen just curses Adam Cole and then just walks away. Yeah, just... He doesn't he doesn't hit uh Adam Cole. He doesn't even high five Orange Cassie. Nothing. He just then goes like doo, 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 doo. like it's a like it's a GTA character that you just bump into and then they just mm-hmm. go amongst their own business. Um, if you paid attention though, after the curse, ah, Adam Cole doesn't do too well. Now, again, there's some spots where he's putting orange Cassie through a table next to Tony Khan, things like that, but it's downhill after the curse all the way to the point where Adam Cole gets hugged by orange Cassidy up on top of the entrance ramp. They go through, uh, the, the, floor i don't know what they went through it wasn't a table but it was like the platform yeah, right. you know tables on top of the floor yeah you know what i mean like yeah something i don't know sure. exactly how to describe that but orange cassidy gets the victory but because it's not it's a lights out it doesn't actually count what do you think so i'm gonna say some things that probably upset some folks yeah let's hear it i, I am out on adam cole I don't know that I was ever really in. I just oh. don't. I don't think he's as cool as he likes to say he is. Like, I'm the coolest guy in the room. And I'm like, says you. And like I don't think, I, I don't see what gives you that impression. And, like, I love the Orange Cassidy shtick. But I also don't know that I like his wrestling style either. There was a whole lot of these, like, so when he does the, like, Adam Cole goes to, like, the cross, you know, pick him up, but he flips around him and stuff like you see adam cole like i'm gonna hold you here so you can flip around then i'll hold you here and flip like you wouldn't do a coordinated flipping around of the guy right like i just i'm out at some point where it's it's hard to believe anymore the most exciting point of the match for me in retrospect was fucking danhausen right like i loved that moment and i just like i, I love the orange cassidy shtick and i love how he like gets in people's craw and, and whatever you might say in that regard and i love the mm-hmm. kind of like turd and the punch bowl of seriousness that he mm-hmm. is yeah. Um, but Adam Cole, I'm just like, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Undisputed Era. You know what I mean? I, I didn't hate it. I thought, fine, yeah, it's good, right? But, like, I just, I don't know. So when he came over, I had a little bit more hopes for the whole, like, you know, Elite and him showdown. 
But then I kind of remembered I didn't like the rest of those guys either. So, like, I just kind of am, like, out on Adam Cole. I like Adam Cole. I think he has something that uh, is captivating. Obviously, his entrance is way over, right? The boom, yeah. the Adam Cole, baby. Right. That's as over as it gets in pro wrestling. There's nothing louder, honestly. I mean, it's 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 incredible. Yep. Um, there are certain points where if I'm nitpicking, I'm changing the aesthetic of Adam Cole mm-hmm. because I think you should wear more clothes if you kind of look like that. Yeah, listen, I'm not saying, like, anybody's got to go in the gym and got to be big, but, like, if you're not, maybe don't show up in your underwear. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's the part where I'm just like, man, you're not appealing to look at. And it's (laughs) not even, like, it's not even, like, a lack of big muscles, right? But, like, it's extreme dad bod, right? Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. like, it's it's man boobs and flabby arms, It's a dad bod. Which is fine. But then you can't be the coolest guy in the room with the boom and the fucking yeah. leather jacket because you're right. not. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like it's it's not like you're the guy we're rooting for because you are one of us. Right? I think if I and think if his, Mr. Suave, it's like yeah. I think if his attire changed, <laughs> yeah, you may feel a little different. I think the attire does something to the like what this guy right because you look at other people Wardlow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Powerhouse Hobbs. Like, there's guys that would, you know, you want to look like. Yeah, I don't know if you want to look like, like Adam Cole. Yeah, I'm not. I'm one of the biggest people on, like, not trying to be that. Like, I don't give a shit about appearances and, and living up to whatever standards. And, you know what I mean? Like, but, whatever, re- but like, you've made it noticeable. Right? I'm saying the right, dichotomy yeah. of it is, right? Like, if nobody in pro wrestling that. has ever been the cool guy in the room but been dad bod. Like, it just... Mm-hmm. And that's not how it normally works in life either, right? Like, I know, like, right. you know, younger generations might be getting away from that, maybe. But mm-hmm. I don't know that it is no. either. No, it's not. Uh, I, you know? I like I like Adam Cole's promos. I like the nuance uh, so far of the elite and undisputed era. Mm. And where does Adam Cole lie in this whole, you know, tug of war of his emotions? And so I'm into the character. I'm into all that. I think the only thing that I would critique about the main event is I wouldn't have made it a lights out. It's okay that like, cause the thing is, is like, you know, well, Brian Danielson just lost. To your, to your other lights oh, out match. Well, yes, it totally did there. But you know, Brian Danielson just lost his first match, right? He finally lost to Hangman Adam Page, which was good. And I think we need a little bit more of that. Wins and losses matter, right? But we can't have everyone be 15 and 0. You know what I'm saying? Like Adam Cole can't be undefeated and then MJF and then Wardlow and then CM Punk and then John Moxley. It's like someone in here has to lose a fucking match or two, right? And so I don't think it should have been a lights out match. I think it's okay that Adam Cole loses his yeah. first match and to again, Orange Cassidy. That's another thing about like the Adam Cole thing, right? We're treating him like he's a top level guy, main eventer, but looking like that, I, you've got to fight from under, and he's not, right? He's fighting like he's the tough guy that you've got to overcome, and again, it just doesn't fit, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. fit. The mm-hmm. character attributes don't all fit together into a normal character of a human being that I've ever known, so it's hard to connect to. Yeah, and one thing that I'm excited with 
thinking about, you know, the Adam Coles, how I kind of made that laundry list of Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Wardlow, MJF, Adam Cole, and all these things. I'm ready for a little bit more people bumping into each other, right? What does it look like if Adam Cole and MJF just look at each other, just have a little stare down? What does it look like when the Young Bucks just look at the the the, the uh, Red Raggins? I know they kind of flirted with it, but what does that look like, right? What does CM Punk taking a glance over at John Moxley look like? You know what I'm saying? It's I'm ready for a little bit more because it feels like if you start to look at AEW, it's Chris Jericho and in the Inner Circle and like. 2.0 and Daniel Garcia and they're in this little pod and then the super elite uh, and best friends are in this pod. It's like, I want a little bit more like, yeah, there is, there's a lot of click kind of like storytelling on a lot yeah. of hard lines being drawn. Yeah. And that. I almost, yeah, you know, I think maybe a cool way to do this again, cause I don't know if I necessarily am saying like, I want storylines with Willer Utah and Brian Danielson, like man, maybe not. But I think what would serve AEW in a good in a good way, do a battle royal, do a Royal Rumble, right? Mm. Powerhouse Hobbs, yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Powerhouse Hobbs, you have in, in just one little por- portion of your match, right? You have Powerhouse Hobbs, Brian Danielson, Nick Jackson, and uh, Andrade. Like those Where four. Did we just see? Didn't there. they do something? Because we saw Powerhouse Hobbs and Wardlow give each other a stare down there was something yeah it was the um it was the ring remember and then yeah. the final two was dante martin and right. mjf right but i want but i want more top level guys is what mm-hmm. i'm saying i want john yeah. moxley and adam cole to look at each other yeah. i want brian danielson and cm punk to finally look at each other and again it doesn't have to be a clash of stories just AEW a- should take a lesson from the old hogan flair thing right like don't think these guys are you know one of these guys could get injured in their career tomorrow. Yeah. We got we got to get Punk and Brian. Exactly. Johnson, right? And- like we have to have to have to have that. That's a career moment for them to have this final battle, isn't it? Definitely. But again, you you don't ha- like if again you're saying we're going to wait for 2023 all out and the main event we we have planned is Brian Danielson and CM Punk. Okay, great. But like we need at least some some flirtation. Again, like I said, I I think AEW it again is my favorite show, but I want a little bit more traveling circus. Alistair Black and John Moxley look at each other in the ring. Yeah, so CM Punk is getting ready to go to the ring. He's doing a walk and talk promo with somebody, right? And he's got to mm-hmm. like, oops, sorry, watch out. And somebody's like, watch it, and it's fucking Brian Danielson at catering, and they just kind of look at each other and kind of do the kind of and be like nice to see you right like Mm -hmm. and then just kind of move on like start with that right like give us a little something give us a little something penta and brian danielson Mm. miro miro and john moxley hold on tom i didn't know i wanted penta versus brian danielson until you just said it yeah that's that's all i want now it's all i want Kim, call Tony. Let's call Tony. But you get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the more I'm talking it into existence, the more I'm wanting it. That's why, goddamn, side note, sidebar, before we get back on track, that's why I need this fucking video game. 
I need this video game so I can just do this shit, right? So I can just have the opening match of the next pay-per-view be Team Taz of Powerhouse Hobbs and Hook versus the House of Black with Brody King and Aleister Black. Like, I just want that fucking match to open a goddamn pay-per-view for the Tag Team Championships. Hook wins because it's fucking Hook. 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 You know what I'm saying? I love that, like, Hook is catching hook. such fire and hook is just like hook hook has done like not a whole lot of things right you don't need it <laughs> just, you just, don't need it everybody sees it and they're like hook mm-hmm. hook 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 and they just get it and i don't even think people can even really express what it is it's fucking right? cool it's man that it's hook yeah he's just it's hook it's just it's it's honestly it is that it's like honest genuine coolness like if if this wasn't wrestling and we were hanging out and there was just like a young kid hanging around that was like the cool kid in the room, it, it's like Hook, you would be, it's got that charisma. It's just something there. Yeah. And, and again, I, I just want more bumping into each other. You know, Cody and the Young Bucks, they're on opposite sides of a disagreement. What does that look like? Kenny Omega comes Hook and back. Adam Cole. Hook and Adam Cole. Yeah. One guy thinks he's the coolest guy in the room. One guy doesn't. The other one is. The other one is. The other one is. Yeah. <laughs> Team Taz on a on a fucking rampage taking out other fat. You know, God, I just mm. want this. It's so AW has an embarrassment of riches, and I love it. And that's almost that's their greatest strength and almost their biggest detriment because I want so much. Right. I've told you ten things right here in the last two minutes of what I want. So that makes yeah, me. We just booked the next dynamite. They just yeah, we booked the next year almost, you know. Ugh. And it's like, I want all of it now, but then I also want it to be told slow. And so it's like, that's why every episode is a four out of five because they keep telling us great stories. But you have, you have ten thousand pounds worth of stories to still tell in this, you know, the this this suitcase over here. It's like it's it's just oh, I love it. I love AEW. I love it. And Danhausen is here now. Danhausen uh, bumps into Sting and Darby oh Allen. You're telling me that's not the segment of the year? Danhausen Eddie Kingston? Oh Daniel Brian Danielson? CM Punk? All of them. Oh. Team Taz and Danhausen? Yeah. The men of the year. Dan Lambert and Danhausen. Just the stupidity of that. It's yeah. gonna be so great. Cody Rhodes and Danhausen. Yeah. All of it would be fun. Danhausen is the key here because he's fucking fun. Yeah, he's great. But like, yeah, just you know, you go back to that one segment where uh Sting and Orange Cassidy are on the outside of the ring because I think it was Darby Allen versus maybe Chuck Taylor. I don't remember who it was. Mm. But remember Orange Cassidy does the slow kicks to Sting and Sting does the slow Yeah, right. So you know Sting will play ball. Sting and, oh, yeah. and Danhausen. Oh my god. I mean Yeah. It's gonna be great. Darby Allen and Brian Danielson. Jungle Boy and Adam Cole again in like a singles. Ugh. Jungle Boy and CM Punk. Kenny Omega and MJF. Daniel Garcia and Jungle Boy. Daniel Yeah! It's so uh, Give me this video game. <laughs> 2.0 and Young Bucks. I'm ready 2.0 for that. 2.0 and Young Bucks. Oh. Talk about some smarmy cheese shit talking. That'll be some hilarious 
footage. Red Wagon and the Lucha Bros? I mean... I love that we call them Red Wagon. It's Red Wagon. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what they want to call themselves. That's what it is. It's just so much fun. I just love AEW oh. so much because it's just... And, and here's the other thing, and this is what I'll, I'll cap off this whole long rant, you know, with, is that it's so exciting because they've also yet to tell a horrible story. Now, they've had horrible moments, right? Eddie Kingston, the explosions with John Moxley, Chris Jericho going through the platform, but it was shot wrong. But if you look at the stories, man, they haven't told you too many stinkers, right? They've been at least average if not great you know the five labors of jericho was phenomenal until the payoff was the best but you know what i'm saying oh and the partnerships that they mm. bring in nick gage nick oh. fucking gage just slicing everyone up fuck you cm punk you're getting a fucking pizza cutter pizza to your cutter forehead because it's nick fucking gage by the way uh, let's wrap this up here. GCW yeah. this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal show. Yeah. Nick I've caught Gage. some of it, not all of it, but I mean, like, uh, they always put on. Yeah. Nick Gage uh, and Matt Tremont is your new tag team mm-hmm. champions. Uh, X-Pac, I don't know what we're calling them. X-Pac, one, two, three, kids, six, whatever it is. Whatever. He, he comes yep. back to take out Matt Cardona. Which is nuts. They did the edge spot. Uh, from Dude, the Hammerstein Ballroom, the, like the fuck McFoley's and and yeah. all the fun stuff he's doing. Again, Matt Cardona still swinging home runs, man. Swinging home runs, but they did the spot with um the the major wrestling bros and the edge spot from mm-hmm. the Hammerstein Ballroom at the ECW yep. show. Fantastic. They show. went all out for that show, and it it came and it looked good too. I mean, like the quality was great, lighting was good. GCW, man, GCW, GCW, man. They're better every They're time good. I see them. Every time love they're getting it. better. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love Who it. Knows? Love it. Who knows? I mean, I, I feel like they've got some limitations with some of their product as far as getting it to like you know what I mean? Mainstream, if you will, I don't know. Call it that. But, but sometimes like, you don't want that, right? right? Sometimes you just want it to stay on YouTube. Well, sometimes what becomes mainstream, even though, is because it was different and new. Right. But just you know, we don't need to have fucking Toys R Us as a sponsor. I mean, maybe they want it from financial reasons, well, but like but yeah, like yeah, we don't need this on the WB or whatever the yeah. fuck. <laughs> right, yeah, CW or whatever. She would it is. not be on the WB, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's just, that would yeah, be great. they're just. Let's get a GCW on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Why not? Slime time. Slimed, yeah. Yeah. Slimed oh, how much fun would that be? Nick Gage takes a pizza cutter to John Moxley's head, but then slime comes slime. out instead of blood. <laughs> Ah, it's all this green stuff. SpongeBob is on the side going. Why? <laughs> that fat Patrick guy is over there. Like this is a weird situation. So <laughs> That's great. I love it. Yeah. Hey man, GCW was great this week. AW Dynamite was great this week. We've got a Royal Rumble to look forward to, which you're going to. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. I expect some some live on the spot reports. Oh yeah! Hey, Friday night is also Rampage. You got John Moxley and Anthony Bowens, which I, mm. uh, you know, they taped ahead of time, and I just saw that it was amazing. Don't know the result, but I heard it was really Dude, good. Anthony so that's Bowens exciting. throwing in some disses this week. I on know Moxley, right? It wasn't just Max Caster. It was like, hey, yeah. I got some insults too. Oh, Loved man. it. Loved it. What do you call him? Like the uh, he called him Al Bundy. <laughs> yeah, the Al Bundy of pro wrestling. Oh, that was great. Loved it. Oh, loved it. 
Max Caster CM Punk with Max Caster just the the wealth of knowledge he has on Punk, the disses he has to walk to the ring. Woo. Max Caster. And Dan Housen. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Housen a rap. I love it. Dan Housen. Don't think Dan oh, Housen a rap. Dan Housen rap. Oh. Do a battle rap with Dan Housen and Max Caster. How many Caster? things can you rhyme with cursed? <laughs> oh, God. The greatest. Great. Gonna love it. All right. We love AW Dynamite. We love you too. So if you love this show, give us a like, subscribe, follow, do all the fun stuff, um, and use hashtag tweet the table. And I guess, man, that's it for us, right? We'll get out of here. The Spanish announce table.